I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Hey, you guys, it is Wednesday, March 3rd. I hope that y'all had an amazing night. We're going to get into a couple of things. And then I had to go pick up some stuff for my daughter because she has a birthday coming up. I cannot believe that uh, I have a baby that's almost 10 years old. Like, <laughs> that is so crazy. Okay, Brick the Bull. That is so crazy, so crazy, so crazy. So I'm so happy to see all of you guys. Do not forget that all of the information that you need is on your screen. The link to everything that lets you know where you can follow me on social media. So that's Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Twitter page, like I said, we gonna... I'll let y'all know what to do. But uh, the page where you can get my radio updates and stuff like that, all of that is uh right there so the link to everything it'll be popping up in the chat periodically so keep your eyes open for that and you can click it directly and go find everything that you're looking for and then you got everybody on the screen leaving a comment so i love to see what you guys are saying so shout out to everybody on station head everybody on twitch right now and everybody that's going to be on youtube uh when uh this goes live there do not forget that my radio is back on apple Podcasts. remember i had to switch it up because of some issues with the fucking company so and i'm talking about stripe so um now y'all can go and search it all of the thumbnails are universal so you'll know that it's the updated one and it's the one that has current episodes can y'all go and leave the ratings and reviews please so we can get them hoes back popping you can listen live or on the go okay do not forget and if you like it then rate it and then no on apple apple Podcasts. So all you have to do is click that link to everything and it has my radio on Apple and you can go straight to it, okay? They said, where are we actually live at? We actually live every motherfucker. We live, where the fuck you commenting at right now? Do you know where you are? Do you get up and just walk your ass all over everywhere? You just get in the car and drive somewhere, park, and ask where you at. Where the fuck was you going? What kind of motherfucking question is that? It's too damn early for that bullshit. I mean, what is this lie? As you type, as you live, as you breathe. Huh? Uh-uh. Baby, it's too early for the bullshit. Too early for the bullshit. So, I know you saw the title. Did I title this shit correctly? Let me, let me look the way this shit be fucking up. Okay, if you see the title, it says, um, exclusive. The Stallion and others sued for copyright infringement. Big Sean talks suicide and much more. That the stallion and others get sued for uh, copyright infringement. Go ahead and check the time. And I want y'all to actually post the time. You know they be trying to play. Go ahead and post what time it is where you at. You have not seen this story anywhere else because I'm bringing it to you right here, right now. Okay, so we will get into the details of that situation, of that case um, that was just put on the docket. 
so that we can get into what they're being accused of and we can talk about how we feel like it's looking, okay? And then we'll get into a couple of other things and then we're going to go on about our business, okay? I see no time talking up on the screen. <laughs> all right, you guys. First of all, let's go ahead and get into this from page six. Megan Markle. Shout out to the um, new chair. Zoe, you see I went and f I finally found out how to unblock you. I found out how to unblock people on fucking Twitch. <laughs> Zoe been telling me about it for so long. So I finally found it and I went and unblocked her. That was the first name I was looking for. That was the only name I was looking for and I went and unblocked her. So finally, um, Brown Sugar Babe said, shout out to the UK. Absolutely. Shout out to the UK. I see shout out to Germany. Absolutely. Shout out to everybody that listens all over the world. Um, it is so humbling to, to know that there are so many people all over everyone listening to you. And for me to be Southern, you know what I'm saying? It's so country and stuff like that. It, it's wild to me. You know, but uh, that's what it is. That's what it comes international, you know, so I love it. I love it. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into this from page six. Meghan Markle calls bullying claims calculated smear campaign ahead of the tell-all. So remember we had a conversation about Oprah. She was on the expedition, but she stopped uh, around about the royals, and she was sitting down with Harry and Meghan. And so that was talking. And well, really, it was Oprah ass. Talking about, uh, were you silent or were you silenced? Oh, you don't want this to turn out or be a repeat of what? You know, they, they over here talking about Diana getting killed. Real loosely, real loosely. They implying a whole bunch of shit. Now, I told y'all when we brought it up, baby, Queen Elizabeth is not to be fucked with. I know you ain't think that shit was going to go. So, at this point, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I had to turn the Wi-Fi off. I turned it off. I turned it off. Because I ain't even want no issues. All right. We back. We back. Y'all can hear me? Okay. So what I was saying was yesterday we were having a conversation about Oprah sitting down with Harry and uh, Meghan Markle. They were sitting up there talking and we talked about how deep the shit was that they were uh, alluding to. I told y'all Queen Elizabeth wasn't going to go for that bullshit. And the shit started, you know, as soon as the shit came out, it, it cranked up. So there were reports that she was bullying people. So let's go ahead and get into it. So Meghan Markle has ripped reports about her bullying royal aides as being a calculated smear campaign to deflect from her blockbuster Oprah TV special. Let's just call it what it is, a calculated smear campaign based on misleading and harmful misinformation. That came from a spokesman for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. That's what they told the Times of London about the accusations. Insiders had alleged to the paper that during her short tenure as a senior royal, the Duchess reduced staffers to tears and even bullied two senior members into leaving their jobs. It's no coincidence that distorted um seven. I'm sorry. It's no coincidence that distorted several year old bitch. Damn. Let me take a sip of my motherfucking drink. Bitch. What? Mush my face. They done went to a whole nother store, bitch. What the fuck going on with the world? Am I in a twilight zone, bitch? Let me refresh. Let me reset my motherfucking self. Damn. What happened? Let me highlight this shit, too, so we can read along. Bitch, let me put my finger up here, bitch. I must be getting slow about a motherfucking day. Ooh, wee. It's no coincidence that distorted several-year-old accusations aimed at undermining the Duchess are being briefed to the British media shortly before she and the Duke are due to speak openly and honestly about their experience of recent years. Woo! Enunciate, nigga. Pick your tongue up, nigga. Nigga, we made it. Okay, I'll be having to pick that tongue up. <laughs> 
the lays is. <clears throat> they said eat a bio md plus drop the regular bitch give me the 750 all right <laughs> the duchess is saddened by uh this latest attack on her character particularly as someone who's been the target of bullying herself and is deeply committed to supporting those who have experienced pain and trauma i saw that it flashed up like it had fucked up i don't know what's going on with it you guys so it says that she's determined to continue her work building compassion around the world and will keep striving and set an example for doing what's right and doing what's good. That's what the spokesman said. You know, so um, th this woman, they have really given her hell because she, she a piece of nigga. And I just feel like they need to fucking stop. They need to stop. Y'all got a problem with this man marrying her, but y'all ain't had a problem with nobody fucking their sisters and brothers and uncles and shit and sucking baby dick. Go on on. going on it is real shit going on in the world and y'all are responsible for a lot of fuck shit going on y'all got bigger fish to fry but y'all continue to focus you know on this woman and try to terrorize her just like y'all did the motherfucking diana y'all wasn't even satisfied when diana left the nigga y'all still felt like shane deserved to live still wanted to do this and that like uh-uh oh my god The the baby shit, baby. They got a video of it. Let's get into it. Breaking news. Woo! Shout out to T Serve Cold. So, do you guys remember um, that the baby had been accused of assaulting this man because he told them it was an Airbnb. He said, "Y'all can have twelve people in here. That's it." They say the baby had 40 people over there and was shooting a damn music video. The man came over there to tell them to stop. Somebody came up from behind and attacked them. He claimed the baby came out, punched him in the face. He lost his tooth and they stole all his silverware. Bitch and took off. Now there is video of this brutal attack, okay? So let me go ahead and take you over here to Daily Mail. They just exclusively put this out. Shout out to T-Serve Cole because that's how I was uh, made aware of it. So exclusive. The baby and associates accused of uh, perpetuating or what? Perpetrating a violent attack on a homeowner. He was 64 years old. So an uh, older man. As shocking video shows the vicious brawl after filming the video in L.A. So homeowner Gary Pager, 64, says that he, says that he was beat, punched, spat on, threatened, shoved, and robbed in an incident. Pager said that he rented the home to the rapper 29 for the purposes of a private vacation with nine friends. So no music video, a vacation to sit your ass down somewhere. He said that the baby shot a music video at the abode instead, which included about 40 people on hand. Pager confronted the rapper over the terms of their rental agreement. He said that he was assaulted by a large associate of the recording artist. Pager said that the rapper um, exited the vehicle to taunt threatened and punch him he said he was punched in the face by the rapper when the cameras weren't rolling pega said his tooth was knocked out in the incident the rapper's associates were seen on social media brandishing large sets of firearms on the premises jake powell was on hand for the video shoot but did not get involved dailymail.com has uh reacted oh i'm sorry yeah no i ain't sorry bitch y'all said reacted out i've been stuttering so much this morning bitch i thought i had made a word nah bitch y'all bad typo now nah, let me highlight it bitch now, bitch, I ain't lost all my motherfucking mind. That's what it say. 
typo, bitch. Dailymail.com has reacted out. They meant to say reached out to the baby's reps for comment on the incident, okay? So if you do not want to watch this video of this old ass man getting beat up, then don't don't come over here, okay? Oh, shit, they press play already. Oh, one moment. Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> This fucked up. Let's get into the video. Oh, look. Oh, they got pictures. Oh, wee. Mm, mm, mm. I just got my hands on the Arizona. No, you know we don't give a fuck. Boots. Let me put I like my the thumbnail up here. The weight of the boot. You can feel the materials are a great quality. The leather is thick and feels durable. Yeah, don't give a fuck. This Oh my god! This is an older man. Yeah, I really look like that. You know, they need to go to jail. That that's uncalled for. Absolutely not. If somebody still here and recorded it. All at this man's yeah. house. Look at him. Man, I'm in that land with it. Hose in my business. You gotta believe me. Get out. She everything that she'll need me. I switched to look on my wife. That's too tall. This is what they're giving to the lawyers. All this shit. <laughs> Need to come this. If not, we'll we'll link it up. Come back east. Yeah, shit. As soon as I leave, Atlanta, I'm, like, I'm, I'm I'm supposed to be here like shit, like Saturday. Just come the day after. Invite more people shit, to the damn house. I'm still gonna be out there. I fly out there. I'll, I'll book. Invite more people to the damn yeah, house. Yeah, All yeah, on yeah. live. Yeah. Alright, so let's go. Alright, be safe out there, bro. Alright, man. Yeah, we got I ain't in the putting the hose in my bandage. You gotta be a Music video. This all on social media. All in this man's house. So Mob Radio was correct. That was footage from the house. They're using it in court. Man. So he's lost this case. Uh-uh. You got weapons all in that man's house all on the table? Wow. Wow. Oh, not a mask. I'm afraid. These, these niggas is dumb as hell. Mm, mm, mm. All the all the evidence right here. 
Oh yeah, old man finna get paid like a motherfucker. He probably wanna press criminal charges too. Look at the look at the uh, look at the gun. Oh, uh, more niggas at the house. What is this? Is it a pending war? You know what? They all in, look at this shit. Well, uh, yeah, he's in trouble. So let's go ahead and slide up. Look, look at this shit. 37 photographs have been submitted. Uh, can I get into all 37? I want to see the 37 pictures. All right, you guys. So, um, mm, mm, mm. let me exit out and do it from here. Are they gonna let me? Yeah. Are they? This is them grabbing the old man. You see the baby on the car? So the baby is on the car in the back. And you see the man holding this man by his clothes. Let's go to some more pictures. Look, there go the baby. He said the baby punched him when he wasn't on camera. Um, look, look at this man. Look at this man. And look at this nigga here. That's the one that's putting his hands all on him. Coming up from behind him. Okay, you got Stunner back over here. I guess that's his damn name. Uh, I guess trying to intervene. Yeah, yeah, look at him grabbing him up. While this man comes over here and attacks this fucking man. Look at this. Look at this. This is pathetic. This is pathetic. Let me tell you something. God don't play about children and the elderly. He loves, he loves everybody. But he don't play about children and the elderly. And I think that there's a special place in hell for people that want to harm babies and, and older people. You know, you know that you're stronger. You know that you, you know, in most cases, you know what I'm saying, are more agile and stuff like that. To sit up there and do something like that, uh-uh. That, that's unacceptable. Could you imagine somebody attacking your grandmother or your grandfather? For any reason. But especially because they came to speak up about somebody doing something that they ain't had no business at they fucking house. Could you imagine if you got a phone call from your grandmother that your grandfather was in the hospital because some fucking thugs and set up in and knocked his damn tooth out because he went down to his home. He worked hard to get the money to pay for that fucking home. He's sitting up here, you know what I'm saying, allowing people to, you know, use the property. You, they done took advantage of the whole goddamn thing and beat this fucking man. It's not right. It's not right. Uh-uh. And Jonathan has been having a fucking problem. The baby has been having a problem. We've been talking about it. And we keep on saying over here on my radio, it has to get dealt with or the shit just going to keep going and going and going. The baby says that he was in Walmart when a nigga walked up on them, so he shot him and he killed him. I don't, but they say he was clowning before that. Because I'm like, did that make you feel like you was invincible or uh, invincible or some shit? Why do you walk around here calling yourself putting your hands on people? Don't forget the video of the man in the lobby. They walked back out, came back in, snatched him up round by his collar, had him all up against the wall. This shit is absolutely damn ridiculous. Ridiculous. What is, is this a bloody towel that they submitted into evidence? Injuries. Pager told the court that his tooth was knocked out. 
Here go pictures of the weapons in the home. All over this man. Furniture. Sitting on the man goddamn uh, table. Coffee table. All these guns all over everywhere. All on his fucking wall. Look at this fucking clown. And then they get mad when people do their jobs and zone in and tune in. You know what I'm saying? To focus on this shit. You telling on your damn self. Do you have a license for these motherfucking weapons? Any of y'all? Are these legal in the state you in, stupid? I mean, come on. You cannot make this shit up. Told that man you was coming up for a vacation. Look, look at these niggas. All on social media. Take a look. Take a look. They go to paperwork, people. He's suing everybody. So who is he suing? Da, da 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 He is suing Jonathan Kirk, Mr. Kirk, Miss Virgil. Who is Miss Virgil? He got all the paperwork right here. Is that the one that recorded the shit? They said, okay, let's read it. On December 2nd, 2020, defendant Jonathan Kirk, a.k.a. the baby and his associates, beat, punched, spat on, threatened, shoved, and robbed Mr. Pager at Mr. Pager's home on Solo Drive in Los Angeles, California, the property. Mr. Kirk and Miss Virgil had rented Mr. Pager's home for what they said would be a private vacation with no more than nine people. Mr. Kirk and Miss Virgil agreed in writing and verbally that they would not bring it, you done nigga, that they would not bring additional guests and would not use the house for commercial purposes, specifically including filming. And y'all filmed a guy, where's my goddamn bomb? You put it in writing? Wow. And then robbed the house. Broke all the rules and then robbed the house. Okay. These basic public health requirements were mandated by the state and the county and were aimed at controlling the spread of COVID-19. But Mr. Kirk and Miss Virgil lied. So who is Miss Virgil? Is this one of the young ladies that he's been putting his dick in? Or is this a manager? Or who is Miss Virgil? Can we get... That's the manager. Thank you. Thank you. That's the manager, people. Boots are on the ground. Station head going through some things. All right, station head ought to be back. I don't know what the fuck the problem is today. All right, you guys, Mr. Kirk and Miss Virgil, that is the manager, I'm being told, uh, lied. They signed the lease and personally assured Mr. Pager that they, they would adhere to it. They promised that there would be no crowds, no parties, and no filming. Those were bold-faced lies. In fact, the purpose of the defendant's trip to Los Angeles was to gather 40 people and a commercial film crew at Mr. Pager's house to film a music video. Mr. Kirk and Miss Virgil had no compunction um, about lying to get the keys to make a, uh, Mr. Pager's property. No sooner than they arrived, um, then they brought 40 people and a commercial film crew to the property. Y'all know they was recording everything, right? They saw him when they pulled up. When Mr. Pager asked them to stop, they beat and battered him, stole his phone by force so he couldn't call the police and threatened him. Then they vandalized his house and left after stealing various uh, valuable items. They said the defendant's behavior was utterly despicable. So it wasn't even just the flatware, as first uh, reported by some other outlets. They stole various items out of the house. He says and they, they fucked up his home as well. After they assaulted that man. And we have proof. Is it plausible that the baby punched that man in his face? Absolutely. We saw what the fuck else that was out there doing, throwing that man around. So, 
The image below, a still frame from a cell phone video, shows John Doe 1, one of Mr. Kirk's associates, throwing Mr. Pager to the ground and punching him. Mr. Pager is 64 years old and 5'7". John Doe 1 is approximately 25 years old, approximately 6'3", and 220 pounds. John Doe 1 attacked Mr. Pager without warning as Mr. Pager walked up the driveway. So get into that size difference. 64 years old, five foot seven. This nigga, six foot three, 220 pounds. We saw him pick up that man and toss him like a rag doll. Bitch, I'm disgusted. They could have killed, but they could have killed him. When he threw that man, that man could have hit his head on the damn concrete. Had a hemorrhage. That man could have motherfucking died. That is a motherfucking senior citizen, bitch. What the fuck I gotta tell you that fuck? Fuck is wrong with these damn people? They got the picture in the paperwork, people. Woo! Mr. Kirk, a singer who performs under the stage name DaBaby, was sitting in the passenger seat of the red car visible behind Doe 1, watching Doe 1 beat Mr. Pager. And the driver's seat of the red car was an individual named Jake Paul, who was participating in the music video uh, filming with Mr. Kirk. The two other individuals shown in the image above are part of Mr. Kirk's commercial film crew. Approximately 30 additional people were standing around watching. None lifted a finger to stop Doe 1 from beating up a 64-year-old man. Instead, they laughed, pointed, and filmed the scene. Their behavior was cowardly and despicable. An honorable man would have intervened. I want to comment on the fact that we did see a photograph of the one young man, you know, step in. Okay? They said, Millie, that's Megan old house too. We'll have to take a closer look. Is it the house of doom? All right, they said solar drive. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> Ooh, this shit worse than Rose Red. Oh, what else? What was we? Uh-huh. We just asked 64. Pointed, laughed. Okay, let's go to number five. Mr. Kirk then climbed out of the red car and pulled John Doe 1 off of Mr. Pegar. But he didn't do so to protect Mr. Pegar. He did so that, uh, he did so in order that he, Mr. Kirk, could then taunt, threaten, and then punch Mr. Pegar his damn self, which he proceeded to do. He stole Mr. Pager's phone by force, chased Mr. Pager into the house, threatened, oh, ooh, let's go to the next page, threatened him. He says the baby told him, you better not call the police. Then sucker punched Mr. Pager in the face, bloodying Mr. Pager and knocking out his tooth, cowardly and despicable. Mr. Pager's colleagues who witnessed the assault managed to call 911 from her own phone while Mr. Kirk and his associates laughed, taunted Mr. Pager, and tossed his stolen phone back and forth. When he told defendants that the police were on the way, they all quickly fled the scene, leaving behind a damaged house and stealing valuable kitchenware as they left. The factual narrative begins on November 29, 2020, when Mr. Kirk, acting through his manager and agent, Ms. Virgil, entered into a vacation rental agreement with Mr. Pager and Runyon to rent the property for what Mr. Kirk and Ms. Virgil claimed was a week's personal vacation. 
The rental contract had multiple express provisions intended to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19 and to comply with state and county health regulations. So these included a 12 person limit on um, the number of people present at the property and a prohibition um, on commercial uses, specifically including film shoots. So they said Mr. Kirk began violating the lease terms the moment he arrived. He brought more than, well more than 12 people with him uh, to the property. So um, when Mr. Kirk arrived with more than 12 people, Mr. Pega told Mr. Kirk and Mr. Kirk's real estate, um, Patrick Michael, I guess they meant to say his real estate agent or I don't, I don't know, but the guy that he was with, Patrick Michael, to reduce the number of people staying at the property to 12 in order to comply with the lease. So basically when he saw that the baby came to the property with more than 12 people, he reached out and he said, hey, y'all need to dial it back because that's not what we agreed upon. They didn't give a damn. So Mr. Kirk assured Mr. Pager that he would comply. He falsely stated that he didn't have more than 12 guests and that the other, the other individuals visibly present at the property were just helping him move in. He falsely assured Mr. Pager that he would not have more than 12 people at a time on the property. So he lied again. Okay, lied again, lied again. Mr. Kirk did not intend to keep his promises or to adhere to the lease agreement in any way. Despite the lease agreement's express prohibition on the use of the property for commercial filming, Mr. Kirk brought dozens of extras and a commercial film crew to the property to film a music video. Okay, he violated all of the terms. Um, let's go ahead and get into this. This is a mess. So... Mr. Kirk assured Mr. Pager that he would stop, but he didn't. Instead, he and his associates destroyed the property's security camera and continued with their commercial video shoot. So when the man called them and told, and they realized that the cameras were working, they weren't just there for decoration, they destroyed the security cameras and continued filming their video. You guys, this is not okay. This is not okay to disrespect someone in someone's property like this. That is not okay. Um, number 10, Mr. Pager was notified when the security camera was destroyed and he promptly drove out to the property to see what was happening. That's when he discovered approximately 40 people and a commercial film crew on the property in the midst of filming a music video. No one at the video shoot was wearing a mask. When Mr. Pager walked up the driveway to inform Mr. Kirk that the filming would need to assist and the dozens of unauthorized guests would need to leave, Mr. Kirk and his associates assaulted Mr. Pager, a 64-year-old man. So Doe 1, who was approximately twice Mr. Pager's size and approximately 40 years younger than Mr. Pager, grabbed him without warning, punching him and shoving him to the ground. When Mr. Pager attempted to call the police, John and his associates followed him into the house, stole his phone, threatened him, taunted him, and further battered and beat him. They stole his phone by force. He said that Jonathan did that. They told him he better not call the police or uh, he would beat him some more. The baby told that 64-year-old man, if you call the police, I'm going to beat you some more. Okay? After he knocked his tooth out. That's when uh, Jonathan, the baby, then punched him in the face. Okay? Um, they said Mr. Kirk appears to think he's a real tough guy, but he's wrong. Mr. Pager's colleague watched in terror as, as these people did this to him. Uh, when they told him that the police were coming, that's when they fled and stole the shit from the house. Okay? They left behind thousands of dollars in damage to the property. And they never paid the full amount due to their rental agreement. Nor did they compensate him for any of the damaged or missing items. And he was just left there battered and traumatized. So Mr. Kirk and Ms. Kenza failed to pay their rent and ignored Mr. Pager's invoice and follow-up letter. They accept no responsibility for their actions and offer no apology or any remorse, okay? Mr. Pager is the manager of Runyon, the owner of the property, located at this particular address. Um, 
child. I'll go take a look at that home again. You know, it's been months since we looked at it, and I'll be able to tell you if that's the home that Megan was at. It may not be. There's more than one home in that area. But if that's the same house, then that shit has got to be haunted. Let me go ahead and get this big-ass watermark off the screen. Um, I love being able to go through the shit, you know, myself, and see what's being said and see, you know, uh, what it is that they're looking for, how much damage. Um... They agreed to pay $3,800 a night for the rental, an $8,000 security deposit, a security deposit, a $850 cleaning fee, and then a $4,256 occupancy fee or tax and a $200 broker fee. That's what they were supposed to pay, which don't have nothing to do with all of the shit that they destroyed and all of the shit that they did. So um, uh, that looks pretty clean cut. You know, will the baby end up in jail behind this? It's quite possible. It's quite possible. And they for damn sure gonna have to pay money. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason why people should walk around treating anybody like that. I wouldn't give a damn how old you are. But it's especially heinous when you do it to somebody like that who innocently was just trying to check out what was going on at their fucking property. Fuck the baby. That's sick. That's sick. And so, um... I would like for justice to be served. All right, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into this. A lot of people are upset with Abbott. Why? Because he said, open everything back up. We're going to pass out vaccines. Take your goddamn mask off. Let's get into it. There's 75% or 50%. And during that time, too many Texans have been sidelined from employment opportunities. Too many small business owners have struggled to pay their bills. This must end. It is now time to open Texas 100%. All right, you guys, and then there goes the order. So how do y'all feel about it? How do y'all feel about it? As far as I'm concerned, um, this just shines a light on the fact that it wasn't fucking useful in the first place. It wasn't useful in the first place. Um, they sitting up here talking about they gonna give everybody all these damn shots. Mississippi also lifted their ban. Let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, this came from CNN Breaking News. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves has announced that the state is lifting its county mask mandates and allowing businesses to operate at full capacity starting tomorrow. I feel like uh, the people ain't dying fast enough for them. So they figure, you know what? We losing too much money now. Okay, we losing too much money. They don't give a damn about your ass. They ain't give a damn about you this whole damn time, bitch. They're losing money now. They need this shit to open back up. Especially after this damn catastrophe with the winter storm and the power grid and shit like that. Oh, y'all conveniently want to open everything back up and shit like that after that after that disaster? Oh, wow. Okay, so, uh, yeah. They're, they're losing money. They need some money. And they said masks don't work uh, for viruses, Millie. But this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. You know, all the cross-contamination, people wearing gloves, touching on everything. Y'all sitting up here wearing these dirty-ass masks, thinking it's doing something. It ain't doing a motherfucking thing. It ain't stopping shit. So, uh, you know, this, 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 this to me just make them look dumb as hell. Because the question then is, what the fuck was it ever closed down for then? For this long? Y'all gonna pull this motherfucking stunt? Man, bitch, it, a, whole bunch, a whole bunch more people gonna die. And it's gonna be a damn shame. And it's going to be a damn shame talking about they want the educators and all these different people to take them damn shots. So people are now in, in jeopardy of losing their job if they don't want to take that sorry ass shit. 
that they don't know what the fuck it is? Is that what you're telling me? That shit ain't right. That shit is not right. Mm-mm. So, uh, God bless the children. I guess we better start buying school supplies now. We're going to be teaching again next year. But, uh, come on now. Absolutely not. They said it'll be a spike and then mandatory. They're already talking about it being mandatory. Biden already put out a statement. Yeah, they already talking about it. Now, let's go ahead and get into this right here. Now, I've been telling y'all about Project Bluebeam for how long? And what is Project Bluebeam? Well, go look it up your damn self. But I told y'all that these white people are so motherfucking crazy that the next phase is going to be an alien invasion. Y'all been sitting there. I've been telling y'all for years. Y'all sitting up here acting like the shit sound crazy. Don't sound too crazy no more, huh? All these different stories about, oh, it is aliens. Oh, we, we saw a fucking um, UFO over here and over here, over here. Bitch, they going to tell y'all that the motherfucking aliens is here, bitch. And they going to cart y'all ass off into camps. Don't you go, bitch. Don't go. Don't go. Hell now. Hell now. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Like War of the Worlds, bitch. Let's go ahead and get into this, uh, this shit right here. Shout out to T-Circle. Complex put this story out. A company plans to open state-of-the-art space hotel in 2027. What year is it now? They say it's going to be open in 2027 with luxury villas able to accommodate up to 16 guests. You know, um, it's given Elysium, if you catch my drift, okay? And so, first of all, under no circumstances would I be a part of this bullshit. They already have it. They'll be showing your, your black-ass previews in 2027. Uh, they already got this shit. They, they ass already up there then. This how they gonna begin separating every motherfucking body. They gonna be up there with all kind of vaccines and gold bars and shit. Uh, child. Look, look at this shit. These people are fucking psychotic. These people are psychotic. Y'all still fucking up landings on planes. Y'all gonna pay to let these people take y'all ass to nowhere, bitch. What? I wanna see you make it out of the dome, bitch. Show me something. Go and come back. If you gonna go on this trip, bitch, I dare you to go and come back. How about that? How about that? Can you breathe up there? Can you get up there? These people is lying about the whole setup of this whole motherfucking world. Y'all still believing it? Them people ain't going nowhere. Them people gonna die. Them people gonna be right above... Right above the motherfucking cloud. Them hoes are not going to be in no motherfucking space. They going to have their ass on the other side of a damn green screen. Like the Truman Show. Take your ass with the ass if you want to. Mm-mm. 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 Child, we 38 minutes in, bitch. Am I retorting? More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? All right, you guys, let's get into some more shit, okay? Um, y'all talking about y'all don't want to go to space, but y'all ass might be going to space after this shit. Shout out to on site. Let's get into this story. A woman who's facing thirty years in prison in an alleged three point seven million dollar PPP loan scam. Let's go ahead and take a look and a listen. Uh, 
looking for LaDonna Wiggins. My name's Myra with ABC 13. Open the door, Ms. Wiggins. To a home in Cyprus that court documents state 37-year-old LaDonna Wiggins purchased using money she received from the CARES Act. The document says Wiggins received about $3.7 million Ooh. after submitting two PPP loan applications for businesses known as Wiggins and Grams Enterprises, LLC. Wiggins and Grams? And Lady Line. The document states she used the funds to make lavish personal purchases, Ooh. this home allegedly being one of them. Wow. Hi, looking for LaDonna Wiggins? Yes. Yes, you. When someone That's finally all. came to the door, I asked this woman about the allegations that Wiggins supposedly purchased two homes using federal funds meant for business use. This house and apparently a house for her mom, is that you? No. That's her. You're not her mother? No. The court documents go on to mention just how much money she spent and on what. Here's just a few listed in detail in these court documents. Over $78,000 on a 2020 Ooh. Land Rover. Over $25,000 at Saks Fifth Avenue. Over $12,000 at Hermes. Over $64,000 at Chanel and $204,000 for a business in Houston, nearly 700,000 for a home in Cyprus, and over 248,000 for a home Bitch, in Cayman. Is home. there a time that she will be coming home? She home she now, that's her. Today, so I'm not sure when she's and how are you related to her? That doesn't <laughs> Don't we matter. never got a straight answer Bitch. from the person who opened the door. We did see her moments later get in an SUV and leave. Oh, wow. Is it the Wiggins Range Rover? has been charged with bank fraud, making a false statement to a bank, and money laundering. She faces up to 30 years in federal prison. Might in the Range ABC Rover. 13 Eyewitness News. <sighs> a lot of people y'all know going to be in jail, too. A lot of y'all ass gonna be in jail before it's all said and done because y'all wanna stunt and y'all think them people ain't looking into it. Bitch, they all the way into a building. They got damn cases. It's not worth it. Our money ain't good money. And then all these different people that went and applied for that shit and used that money like that, you knew you was dead ass wrong. That I don't know what the fuck y'all thought y'all was gonna get away with. Bitch, they do not play. Uncle Sam do not play that. He the only one could scam everybody. Don't you know that? Uncle Sam don't play that shit. You ain't finna take his money, bitch. He'll take yours. But nah, bitch. You ain't, you ain't finna take his, okay? And that shit wasn't even worth it, bitch. Come on now. Did you get on Instagram and notice that you couldn't see your likes? Shout out to the Shade Room who reposted this story. So, um, they said, so Instagram, we didn't mean to hide the likes for everyone. We've been testing a new experience to hide the likes on feed posts. We unintentionally added more people to the test today, which was a bug. We're fixing the issue and restoring like accounts to those people. Uh, yeah, like counts to those people. So, people was talking again, just like they did when the story first came out that they wanted to do this. Oh, influencers going to uh, fall to the bottom. Ain't nobody going to be able to see what type of engagement they have, so they're not going to get paid for their post. They need it, they need it, they need it. Let me tell you something. If people fuck with you, people going to come to where you at. They're going to buy what the fuck you selling. They ain't going to want to work with you. <laughs> wow this day just gets crazier and crazier check this out shout out to t-serve code daily mail said google says it will stop selling ads based on people's browsing histories and tracking users across the internet so what will you be putting on the thing what will the ads be then? bitch go on they lying like a hoe they lying like a hoe <sighs> they said okay so what's the replacement 
Child, who knows? Who knows? They said lying because y'all caught on. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, you guys. Let's get into this right here. So, um, Ludacris be doing dope shit because he got the time and the funds to do so. And so, you know, he um got citizenship over in Africa because that's where his wife was from. Or Correct me if I'm wrong. That's where his wife was from, correct? And so, um, he went over there. Now, um, he's a pilot. And so, he went and got certified. And let me tell you something. Under no circumstances would I be able to do that. This nigga is flying a fucking plane. Hell no. I am proud of him. I think that's dope as fuck. I love to see someone uh, enriching themselves. Once you have the knowledge, no one can take that from you. So, I thought that it was something inspiring. Um, there's not one way to be. You know, in terms of if you want to be a pilot, there's no look to a pilot. You know what I'm saying? If, if you're interested in it, you know, be interested in it. But I think it takes people seeing representations of that, little boys and little girls. And, and some teenage boys, young women, young men, everybody. You know what I'm saying? To put it on your mind. You know, I thought that was really dope. And I'm glad that he shared that with everybody. So, shout out to Ludacris for accomplishing that. They say Young Thug got his pilot's license as well. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into this controversy surrounding Taylor Swift. Who's in the mood for an egg sandwich? All right, there's green bean casserole on the other counter. One scoop, please. The chat is saying, fuck Taylor Swift. Wow. Shout out to that so bold. So, um... There was just chaos on Twitter yesterday because all of the white people was in a tizzy because they said that Taylor Swift was a part of the Me Too situation and on the wrong end of it. They say she been sitting up here fucking with minors and they don't like it. So what the hell are they even talking about? So let's read the caption and then we'll get into what got posted. It's being reported that Taylor Swift was messing with an underage boy named Connor and had dates together. Twitter is in shambles after finding out this information about Taylor Swift messing with a minor. Sources claim that Taylor Swift was messing with an underage boy named Connor and um, didn't want to go public until he was old enough. So has anything been verified? Not as far as what I know. But let's go ahead and get into it. It says, could Taylor Swift be a Kennedy Cougar? Now, I don't know where this came from. I heard that there was a video that got put up on TikTok. Uh, this looks real Lipstick Alley-ish, but I couldn't say that that's where it came from. So I don't know where this came from, but let's see. Could Taylor Swift be a Kennedy Cougar? Sources tell us that the country singing star 22 kicked off her friendship with Connor Kennedy months ago when he was still a minor. We're taught that Connor's cousins would accompany them on dates, but the family insisted that they wait until after he turned 18 to come out as a couple. Oh, no, this is People Magazine, bitch. Now People Magazine reports their romance became quite public on July 25th, just a day after Connor's 18th birthday with a hand-holding pizza outing in his hometown of Mount Kisco, New York. Since then, the two have been spotted kissing in public. So, ain't no way in hell, ain't no way in hell, you met the boy right before he turned 18, the day before he turned 18, y'all said, let's date, and uh, y'all was all in love and shit the next day. You're 22 years old, and you were sitting up dating a 17-year-old, that's what People Magazine is reporting? Then that would make her any different than anybody else. That we say is absolutely disgusting for doing it when it's a man and a woman, correct? Yikes, Taylor. Trash. Leave the children alone. Y'all know how we feel about the children. We, You know how we feel about the children. The children don't go. The children don't go. Let's go ahead and get into some lyrics from a record that Taylor Swift put out. You know, she's always uh, talking about exes. 
That's So Bold posted this. They said folks bringing up Taylor Swift's lyrics from one of her songs and connects them to her dating Connor. So no verification on this, but this is how people feel. What do y'all think? So it says in the song, some boys are trying too hard. He don't try at all though. Younger than my exes, but he act like such a man. So I see nothing better. I keep him forever like a vendetta. I see how this is going to go. Touch me and you'll never be alone. Island breeze and lights down low. No one has to know. Like when R. Kelly did this song. Keep it on the down low, down low. Y'all remember? Keep it on the down low. Oh, well, she dated his cousin too? Y'all ought to go investigate. Y'all ought to go see what the honky people over there doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't like none of this. I don't even, you know, it don't, it don't matter. Honky child, nigga child. I, I don't want none of the children to be fucked with. None of the children. Let's let them, you know what I'm saying, grow up and make their decisions themselves. You know, so that they can be the best version of themselves that they can be. Let's not fuck on them. They said, Miller, she 31. Who 31? Channel 22, she 31? She 31 years old with that motherfucking boy? Hold up, baby. That's what they said in the write-up. Let me see what it said. Yeah, look what look what they put in the write-up. They made it sound like she was 22. Let's go get a fact check. I did like that song 15, and that did come out 15, 11 years ago. Let's do age. Taylor Swift age. Yep, 31 years old. Remember the album, 1989? 31 years old. Over there fucking with that teenager. Oh, 22 the name of the song. Oh, this even fucking worse. They said 22 the name of the song. Y'all don't listen to that shit. I ain't know. And so, Connor, let's do Taylor Swift and Connor. Because they said it was like this past week. Yep, this, this, is, this is recent, you guys. Take a look. Taylor Swift and Connor. Connor Kennedy broke things off with Taylor Swift after just a few months. You know, so, yeah. When they said that they were spotted holding hands and kissing and shit, baby, that was just in 2020. Let's see when they put this out. Yeah, November 2nd, 2020. Yeah. So, absolutely unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. They said the article is old. She was 22 at the time. They said read the article. They said this was years ago. How does that make sense? Let me scroll through. Because are y'all thinking about the cousin that she might have fucked with? Maybe y'all thinking about the cousin. And maybe not him. Let me see. Let me see what this is. According to Radar Online, and I'm reading this article from November 2020. Connor Kennedy split with Taylor Swift after she came on way too serious, way too fast. 
Speaking to the outlet, an insider close to Kennedy revealed, Connor's just an 18-year-old kid, and he wasn't ready for anything super serious. But uh, Taylor is looking for her soulmate, and it kind of freaked them out how strong she came on. They said she was more obsessed with the idea of dating a Kennedy than the actual Kennedy that she was dating. They said, so he was 17 and she was 22 at the time. Now she's 31 and he's 26 years old. So when they're bringing up this situation, let's make it make sense, people. When they are bringing up this situation now, they're referencing something that's older, but absolutely still a fact. It has now come out that Taylor Swift was, okay, potentially dating this fucking boy before he was 18 years old. So she was allegedly 22 at the time when they came out and he was 18. But they saying, well, the issue is they was fucking with each other before that. Okay? Woo! And why did it come up? That's where we get to TikTok and shit. With people going back, listening to her songs, like that's so bold reported in present day, and saying, hey, we think that this song is about this guy. And then somebody going on TikTok and saying, oh, did you know this and that? And then them breathing new life into it. So it's a story that's now getting more traction and it set Twitter on fire. But in all actuality, nobody was, you know, I guess on whatever scale was paying attention to it enough for it to be a story then. Okay. Woo. We made it through, baby. Everybody, uh, go put the goddamn green bean casserole down. I'm disgusted with this. And, and, and don't you take a piece of that goddamn bread pudding. Let's get the fuck up out of here. That, it's just a ball of confusion. We go over there and we go get motherfucking confused. We done got turned all about shit. Coming over here trying to see what the fuck going on. Talking about V for Vendetta and shit. Ain't nobody got to. Girl. See, that's why I'm like going over there. That's why I'm like going over there. Mm-mm-mm. They telling me to check DMs. Baby, please, please, please pause. Hold on, hold on on that. And then please give me better directions next time you speak on it. But we're going to wait on that. Give me one second before I get all thrown off. All thrown off. Can we just go back to grandma's now, please? Because it's a fool. Let me bring this up, though. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to bring this up before we leave. On our way out, let's put this out here. Now, this was put out in 2012. I want to go to this right here. Taylor Swift at 20, dating Taylor Lautner at 17. Technically, they reported this in 2012. This relationship was possibly illegal in many states as the 20-year-old Swift was dating a minor. The two met after co-starring in this year's uh, Valentine's Day and never publicly admitted that they were dating, but were frequently uh, spotted spending lots of quality time together. Okay? So, once again... Whatever happened with that other young man, this is actual and factual. That she was 20 and he was 17. So that looks like a pattern to me. That, that you'd be looking for them young men. Don't like it. Y'all would have a fit if it were a man. So y'all need to keep that same fucking energy. Surviving Taylor Swift, okay? Let me beg for money. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel. Excuse me. I guess y'all figure because it's wrong the first. I don't deserve my money. You you knew what day your motherfucking rent was due. Don't come over here with that shit. Because this the third. No, I don't, I don't want to hear nothing of it. Now, you knew what the hell was going on. And I damn sure don't want to hear nothing about no goddamn light bill.
Don't play with me, please. Please, 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 please. You guys, let's go ahead and get into this right here. Big Sean is one of my favorite rappers. And he talks a lot about these really, really deep and intense feelings that he has all the time. So let's get into this write-up right here. Um, they said rapper Big Sean sat down for a recent interview where he revealed that he thought about killing himself several times with a gun in his hand. He said, I for sure contemplated suicide a lot of times, having guns in my hand, feeling it for real, planning it out to the point where I said, hey, if I do kill myself, at least my family will get this amount of money. I did this already. That's what he told Dr. Michael Eric Dyson, because I was just stressed out and not happy. I realized that, okay, I just need to stop everything I'm doing and figure this out. I'm going to self-destruct. He said, I took time off. I took the time off, canceled everything I was doing, sought therapy, connected with God more, spiritually grounded myself, and put myself first as a priority for the first time ever. I want to applaud him. The reason why I wanted to bring this story up was because it takes a lot of bravery to get up and say that that's something that you wanted to do. Uh, I think that everybody should be applauded for it. But to me, for me, knowing where I come from, it means a lot to me for a black man to have a conversation with another black man and talk about something um, as deep as suicide and, and talking about how, you know, he's felt that low and felt like that's something that he wanted to do because he felt stressed out and to choose himself and to separate himself you know, from all of the different distractions so that he could heal before he self-destructed. These are the different things that we talk about here. These are the different things that we try to, you know, tell these different artists who come and listen and don't want to receive your message. We see what's going on. We watching it. We just seen this story a thousand times, a thousand times. And you try to speak up and you try to, you know, you know, just t speak on it. Um, and sometimes they don't pay attention. So I think that him going and canceling everything and seeing about himself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, that's the best thing that you could ever do. So I just wanted to applaud him, and I think that's great. Shout out to Big Sean. They said he mentioned that on T.I.'s show, too. You know, and I, please, what did T.I. have to offer? Well, I'm glad he got to talk to a real intelligent man like Mr. Dr. Michael. Because that damn idiot over there. Fuck to y'all. Mm-mm-mm. All right, you guys. Before I get up out of here <laughs> and we take calls and this, that, and the third, let's go ahead and get into this beautiful campaign. Shout out to T-Serve Code. Megan Thee Stallion for Calvin Klein's Spring 2021 campaign. Um, I saw different comments online. I'm not going to nitpick it. There were some people saying these pictures look really pinched because they feel like she looks really small. Um, like I said, I'm not going to nitpick it. I think that the picture looks beautiful. I like this picture. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I definitely think it's true to the brand of Calvin Klein. I mean, it, it you can't really fuck up a Calvin Klein ad, right? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so classic in that way. She's photogenic already. You know what I'm saying? So I think that the shoot turned out beautiful. Okay? And so this is the classic, you know, pants down with the underwear showing and stuff like that. And all of that. Okay? And so I think that those pictures came out beautiful. I really do. Now let's go ahead and take a look. Over here, Miss Viola Davis reposted something from BET. It's Women's History Month. Did you guys know? Now, let's go ahead and go through, you know, the different things that they posted. They said, Happy Women's History Month to women worldwide. We celebrate you every single day. But this month, we really got to show off, okay? So, even when they don't believe you, they went through different women that had been through certain things. And when they got to Megan, they said, even when they don't believe you you cannot escape this shit even if you flew to fucking mars 
Every time you turn around, all right, Daquan, every time you turn around, they got to come throw this shit in your face and try to make you feel guilty for not believing her big ass. You obviously can understand what the tone is if they feel like they got to put this up here, even when they don't believe you. Like she the ultimate fucking victim. Like she was, oh, look at, look at station head fucking up all of a sudden. Y'all back. Still don't believe your ass. Still trying to move on. And y'all still sitting up here trying to use sympathy and payola. Can y'all please stop? Can y'all please stop? It's the play on everybody's intelligence for me. You should not feel bad for questioning that fucking story with all them damn inconsistencies. You don't have to harass that girl. You don't have to be in her inbox. You don't have to say something ugly under every post that she's featured on. But if you have a question and you want to ask it on social media from your fucking page and interact with like-minded people who engage in that fucking conversation, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you don't have to like it. That is your fucking right. So if for whatever reason you felt like you wanted to question it, you can do that. That's your business. It's, it's about how you do it. That's all. So I've always said, I don't feel like anybody should be harassing, you know, people. You don't see me and Megan comments harassing her. You don't see me on the motherfucking post. Fuck that bitch, she a liar. Or shit like that. You can live your life and have an opinion about stuff. And when you do talk about it, you can give that opinion. And then go right back to living your life. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that shit like this is absolutely ridiculous. Um, would y'all put... For like, the, if there was a, a happy men's month, men's history month, would y'all put OJ Simpson up there and say, even when they don't believe you? I just want to know. Because per the way y'all doing shit, shouldn't he deserve it? Even when they don't believe you. We don't believe it. We say in our neighborhoods that OJ is guilty as hell. But he wasn't found guilty of that crime. So could we put him up here? Wouldn't that be fair? I mean, it would be only right, you know, because we don't believe him, you know. E even when you're over here bullying women, even when you're intimidating witnesses, even when you're trying to put your body up against the door so your new boyfriend doesn't break through, even when your guardian is sipping lean, even when you're out of breath at the performances, even when, even when, even when child it's a lot of goddamn even wins but i digress they said oj megan child not greater than less than well child they were sitting up here talking about you know what i'm saying even if they don't believe you and y'all know i had a lot of free time on my hands you know what i'm saying because i didn't have my instagram past tense didn't have got it now but let's go ahead and get into what else came up while i was chillaxing okay this exclusive right here all right. So exclusive young Dolph and Megan the stallion and others have been sued for copyright infringement. Okay. Copyright infringement. So entity production Inc versus paper route empire LLC. They filed it on the second. What's today? The third. So that was just yesterday. Okay. The defendants, we're going to go ahead and go through each name, but you can see that they absolutely are getting called, you know, and they, they want to know about this. So let's look at all the parties with uh, aliases. We have Empire Distribution Records and Publishing Inc. That's Empire Strikes First Publishing. Adolph Thornton Jr., aka Young Dolph. 
His mother named him Adolf. Megan Jovan Ruth Pete, aka Megan the Stallion and Hot Girl Music Publishing. We'll get into that soon. Uh, Jordan Michael Houston III, aka Juicy J, and and his music publishing company, BMG Rights Management, aka BMG Platinum Songs US, and then Cobalt Music Publishing America Inc. That is also known as the Songs of Cobalt Music Publishing. Okay. <sighs> Let's get into it. So I went ahead and reposted the relevant parts. Uh, if you want to go through everything, then go ahead and try your luck and pull it up. But um, we'll definitely get the gist of everything that's going on as we read through this, okay? So number 37 in this lawsuit claims that defendants BMG, Cobalt Music, and Universal are believed and alleged to have occupied at all times herein relevant publishing and or publishing administration relationships with certain of their co-defendants um, on information and belief that BMG has a publishing relationship with Juicy J, Empire has a publishing relationship with Cobalt Music, and Universal has a publishing relationship with Megan the Stallion. So basically, y'all was in cahoots. Y'all, y'all was sitting up here. Y'all knew everybody. Everybody know everybody. So how did this happen? Oh wow. Wow. Um, number 38, on information and belief, a musical composition and or sound recording titled Love Me Back by Willie Hutch was sampled and incorporated in the infringing R&B recording on information and belief with the permission of the proprietors of Mr. Hutch's interests and pursuant to his financial arrangement with them. On information and belief, as a result of this financial arrangement, the late Mr. Hutch received a partial writing credit for the infringing R&B composition and, defend, uh, and defendant Joe Beat Music acquired an ownership share of the infringing R&B composition. So they did not keep their end of the bargain, went and threw their names up there, added his name to it, and, and took credit for some shit and got paid for some shit that they didn't have no rights to. That's what happened. Let's continue reading. Yeah, Willie Hutch the legend. Willie Hutch the legend. Let's get into, um, I, skipped, I skipped around. Like I told you, I put what I felt like was relevant. So number 80. It says, alternatively... Oh, I pressed the button. Alternatively, defendants Paper Route, Empire, BMG, Cobalt Music, and Universal are vicariously liable for the infringements as described above because on information and belief, representatives of them each had the duty, right, and ability to supervise the recording of R&B featuring Megan Thee Stallion and or ensure that all sampling licenses were clear and had an obvious and direct financial interest in the exploitation of R&B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Um, is that the same one? Tie on and double up. Let's get into 85. The plaintiff never authorized Juicy J or Young Dolph or Megan the Stallion or anyone working for any of them or on their behalf or any of the other defendants or anyone working for any of them or on their behalf to use the copyright, um, composition in any manner. He said, bitch, I didn't let you come from my house. He said, I didn't tell none of y'all. I didn't tell the nigga you thought you knew that you could use my shit. So what 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 the fuck you doing? Huh? What are we talking about? Let's get into 89. Cause this is the this is the meat and potatoes of it all. What is really going on? Well, defendants Thornton, aka Young Dolph, Juicy J, and Megan the Stallion are falsely listed as songwriters of the plaintiff's music. 
their music publishing companies and the music publishing companies of the defendants, BMG, Cobalt uh, Music Universal, and Joe Beat Music are falsely listed as publishers of the plaintiff's music. So when you see them listing hot girl music publishing and all that kind of shit right there, baby, they say you taking credit for some shit that ain't yours. And let me tell you what. I went through everything. I went through all of the paperwork. And these people have been solidified for years. For years. So I definitely think that they'll lose this case. Um, can we get into rap genius? Let's go pull up R&B. And they said who? Young Dolph? Yeah, let's get into the lyrics. So we can see who actually got credit for that record. And they say, who, who the fuck y'all think he is? Y'all gonna throw some credit up there. Oh, when I read through everything, let me tell y'all this. They they even brought up how they've been selling CDs. They've been uh, streaming this record, making money off of it. So they pissed off. Y'all instead of can use this work, put it in y'all shit, put y'all name on it so y'all the ones that could get credit for it. And y'all done made money off of the uh, uh, off the shit after the fact. Oh baby, they are not fucking playing. They are not fucking playing. Y'all drop them times. Are you? Let's go to the shade room and TMZ and everywhere else and see if anybody is talking about this copyright infringement lawsuit that that's getting uh dropped down, baby. Because you know I'm gonna give it to you first, right? Bitch, they got my shit so sold up. Bitch, I gotta put a code in right now to switch back to the profile I was just on. You better work Instagram. You better work, bitch. Go ahead and drop them times. And then we're going to go ahead and check these blogs. We're going to see if they got this shit up yet. So we doing the shade room first. Tell me who y'all want to look at. <laughs> Let's check the shade room. Vanessa Bryant talk. Um, 50 Cent. Da, 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 da. Nothing about no damn Megan. Who else y'all want to check? want to check people. Let's go check the white people. You know, they love to steal some credit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all see anything about it? Know everything about Vanessa as well. That's somebody to set up. <laughs> they said T.I. Uh, they ain't gonna post about it just like they didn't post about T.I. and them. Child. Mm-mm-mm. mm mm They said TMZ. Nope. The last thing that they had pulled up was Megan suing um fifteen oh one. Okay. So y'all, 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 y'all. Uh I'm supposed to be pulling up the lyrics so y'all can see who got credit. Here we go, you guys. And there's some people who haven't heard this song. So they, they sampled the man's song. So you can see that it says written by Willie Hutch, Young Dolph, Megan the Stallion, and Juicy J. And they put that song out in 2020. Do y'all remember that record? The company that has the rights to his shit is saying, nah, you, you, you got him fucked up. You got him fucked up. Okay? So, mm, I'm going to open up the phone lines. Let me show y'all how to get on over the station head so that if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us, okay? I'll see y'all there. Uh, let me hit the affirmation first, and then I'll show y'all. I'll show y'all how to get to station head, all right? Little black girl, you're beautiful. Little black boy, you're enough. This shit gonna get hard, but never forget that if we stick together, we can get through that shit. I love you for all the reasons why they said that they couldn't. And here go your directions, baby. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. 